We are Gold Ivy, a health company dedicated to simplifying health and wellness. Tune in as we search to find the deep, real, and raw truth. We're here to talk big, no room for small talk. It is our mission to inspire, seek growth, simplify the action steps, and build confidence. You decide what works for your daily life and how to transform our lessons into your gold. Are you ready to step into your power? Now is the time. Join us on the fearless pursuit of self-discovery and growth. This is Ivy Unleashed, a Gold Ivy production. Something that has made a world of difference for us and many people we know over this past year has been getting our groceries delivered right to our door. The ability to get local, fresh groceries without us having to step foot into a grocery store has been something we are so grateful for. Convenience, price, and quality are extremely important to us, and that's why we love and support Instacart. Instacart can deliver to your front door in as little as one hour. You can shop multiple stores, see deals in your area to help you save money, and every item is hand-selected by shoppers based on your preferences. To start your 14-day free trial and to get free delivery on your first order over $35, follow the link in the show notes to let Instacart know that we sent you and to help support the show. Instacart, never step foot in a grocery store ever again. And now to today's episode of Ivy Unleashed. Hello, everyone. How are we doing today, Andrea? Wonderful. I'm excited to chat after some incredible episodes. Mm. The guests we've had on have been mind-blowing and just feeling really grateful for the people that are landing in our path and what we're learning, and I feel like it's going to be a big year for growth for sure. Mm-hmm. And to go with the G's, we've got <laughs> grateful, we've got growth. We're going to talk about two more G's that are really relevant for us right now and that we keep reflecting on in just our conversations together. Something that we feel like we want to share with you all, because if it's relevant for us, it's probably relevant for you. And that is this idea of grace versus grit. The idea of being compassionate with ourselves when we are going through a hard time or just in general, while also buckling down, leveling up, pushing ourselves to be better, to do better, how do we find that balance? Mm -hmm. And as we wrap up our first year of business with Gold Ivy, with the Ivy Unleashed podcast, we are on fire day in and day out. We love what we're doing. It's fueling us, but we don't want to be burnt out. And there are those times where we're like, okay, I'm really, really tired. Do I get out of bed? Do I give myself another hour because I deserve it and my body needs it? Where is that fine line? And as you're listening, I want you to tune in and listen to what thoughts come to your mind. Whether you're a mom, a student, going through a hard time, training for a marathon, whatever it may be, how do you listen to your body and know when it needs some rest and when it needs to just power through. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and if you, you know, we're big book readers and if you read any business book, it's like you can sleep when you're dead. You need a hammer for the first five years. You get up at three in the morning and you go to bed at one in the morning and you'll be fine. And Brooke and I are like, 
I can't. We don't want to do it like that. We want to enjoy the process. We want to be able to be present with Mm -hmm. the guests we have on. We don't want this to be a machine. Mm -hmm. We want this to be a new way of doing business where we can build it and it can have significant growth like Ivy Unleashed has. And maybe it would have been more exponential last year if we put out three episodes a week. But we would have been completely burned out. And we decided to take a couple months off at the end to refuel and to be really intentional. And, you know, whether the business analysts would disagree with that route, we want to do this long term. And so we're really trying to be careful with this grit versus grace because I'm a grit girl. I uh, I like to live boldly. I like to push myself. I like to go max speed. And it's tough for me to slow down and do the grace thing and really love on myself and have those moments of compassion because I I do think we have this one life and I want to maximize it, right? But if I'm not present and if I'm not taking time to rest and setting the phone down, setting business aside and living my life face to face, eyes to eyes, like what am I doing? Mm-hmm. I think where I get in trouble and what I'm noticing is comparison. Grit gets me in trouble when I feel like I need to be doing so much more. So yesterday, for instance, it was after the long weekend, holiday weekend, and I enjoyed myself so much. It was family time. It was game time. Like I never just sit there and play card games, you know, like this ability to just fully be present, not worrying about my phone. I felt so refreshed come this morning, come yesterday. And yesterday morning I was supposed to run to train from a marathon and I'm like okay my body hasn't worked out in four days like going into 15 miles isn't gonna happen you know it was that time of the month my body just I knew I knew that my body couldn't do it and then I start reflecting okay Brooke before you left for the holiday you ran seven and a half miles you ran the fastest you ran you made sure that everything was ready to go for five days when you were gone like I did so much I was so proud of myself But then there's that feeling of not being enough, not doing enough, right? There's always things on the to-do list that need to get done. And so in that moment, I had to stop, give myself grace. I think it's the comparison versus compassion that is what I need to go into when I think about grace versus grit, right? What allows me to give myself grace is being compassionate towards myself, reflecting, thinking of all the things that I am doing, I have been doing, and that I'm not going to sit and rest forever, but I need to recharge. And then when it comes to the negativity side of grit is the comparison. And there's that fine line of not comparing. What are you comparing to? Other people. Okay. Right. We're thinking about, like, I'm, I'm thinking of this because you mentioned all the business analysts. Okay. Right. Like, that's... It's not how we want to do it, but it's everything that we're reading and we're doing it a different way. Okay. And that's what gets me in trouble because I do believe in working hard and grit and pushing myself, but the past few years, my body hasn't allowed me to, right? Like that's what got me in trouble. And so when I think about this topic, I think of what pushes me over that boundary, And this past year, I've gotten very aware of what that boundary is for me. And I think there can be the balance. How do you know when you're getting close to the boundary? Like, how do you know when you're about to need some grace or rest? Like, what's your indicator? 
my body screaming at me. I think the fogginess, now that I'm on the other side of it, of these symptoms of like having really, really good days, it's when I haven't gotten enough sleep or, you know, I think of when you say, you know, you can sleep when you're dead. Yes. But what about the work that we're putting in? You know, like how much, what would that work be like? It wouldn't be authentic because I wouldn't be able to get off my chest what I really want to say because I can't think clearly when I'm tired, right? Think about with just work in general or living your life in general. When you're tired, you're not coming to anything as you're with your authentic self. I think it's a really touchy topic in this time of life where it's go, 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 push, hustle culture. I think there's a time and place for quote-unquote hustling, but then what's your definition of hustling and what are your boundaries mm-hmm. around taking care of you while also meeting your goals, pushing yourselves, continually growing? Yeah. Something that's come to mind is like Britt Williams' episode on thinking about your time management. If you truly sit down and think about how you want to spend your time and you're putting in social time with friends to unwind and you're putting in seven to eight hours of sleep in there and you have your values associated with the things that you do want to hustle and do, you can be more efficient during those pockets of time when you are working. You can be really diligent about getting up early that morning because you know the next morning you're going to sleep in a little bit later. You know, you can start to pay attention to, you know, having that schedule and then being like, how did that go? I think part of grace for me is reevaluating. Something's off here. I'm feeling more anxious. I'm not able to fall asleep right away. I have too many worries. I'm not getting after it enough. I need to figure out a way to do this a little different. So I think of grace that way for me because I like the idea of being the go-getter, of like tackling life and going for it. That just makes me feel good. I think everyone's different. You know, some people, it's more relaxing to think about grace. Like I'm just going to live my life. And like, if I feel like I want to do something, I'll do it. Okay, cool. That doesn't work for me. For me, I'm like, no, I need to get up and make shit happen. Mm -hmm. You know, I want to be ahead of my day. I want to be able to have my things done. So when my kids are up, I can focus on them instead of being bitter that they're taking up time or that I haven't gotten the things I needed to get done. You know, like that's such a crappy feeling for me. And so if you can kind of experiment with your time, you know, there is something I want to go after. I do have the status of health I want to go after this year. I do want to have something I want to do in business or a new passion I want to attempt or more books I want to read or even like the smallest things. Like I just want to go for walks twice a week. Like where am I going to fit it in and start to experiment with your week, noticing like, oh, I can push myself. I can get some more grit in my week to see what I'm made out of or what I want out of my time, or there's something that I've been hearing is really good for me. I know I should be doing, I should be meal planning. Where am I going to do it? When am I going to fit it in? When am I actually going to put it on my calendar? When am I actually going to go to the grocery store? I think with grit, you know, it's just prioritizing things in your schedule that you know you want to challenge yourself with so that you can have this intentional full life. Like to me, grit is not the David Goggins style. Mm -hmm. Like David Goggins is this incredible human being. He's like, I think they call him like the strongest man on earth or something. He wrote the book, Can't Hurt Me. And it's a wonderful book. And it talks through his story of like this abuse he went through as a child and how he uses it to fuel him. And the problem I noticed in the book and how I'm different than him is 
you know, I run these races too. You know, he ran marathons, he's ran ultras and done all kinds of wild things. And what he does is he basically hates on himself to get him through it. Mm-hmm. Like calls himself names. And it got me thinking about like grit to David Goggins, you know? So he's done some like inhumane things, you know, pushed himself like he could barely swim. And then he ended up like having weights on his ankles and like being underwater for minutes at a time. So he has accomplished a lot of things with the grit that he has. Mm -hmm. But also as I'm reading this book, I'm like, oh, this sounds like trauma he hasn't worked through. Sounds like he has some really toxic relationships because he hates himself and it works for these races. Cool. Like he probably has a lot of money because he's wrote, written books and accomplished great things. But what about when he's not running these races, right? right? Like what about at night when he's just sitting with his thoughts? Right. I think grace is being proud of who you're, who you are in those moments when you've chosen grit, but grit for everyone is different. Mm-hmm. Exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I do think it's different. And I think you can think about grit. I think we have this vision that it needs to be this physical thing that you have to do and fight through. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I think it can be more uplifting than that, right? Like I think about my experience as a runner and, and running a marathon and there's grit required to get to the end. Like a lot of bad things can happen and to get to the finish line. I mean, that's why it's so addicting. That's why it's such a beautiful thing to witness as a fan or, you know, a spectator or whatever mm-hmm. is you watch people. They're clearly digging into some grit <laughs> and it's getting them across the finish line. But I think of different ways to do it than like calling yourself names mm-hmm. during the time, like saying like you're a pussy or you can't do this. I think part of you has to believe that if those are the thoughts that you're saying. Right. And so I'm not saying you need to be like, Andrew, you're beautiful. You got this the whole time, but you can have different techniques for getting to the end of a race that don't require you to hate yourself. Yeah. You know, I want to cross the finish line and feel good about who I am. So I will like dedicate a mile to someone that I love or someone that gives me some perspective, like Courtney Burnett, thinking about what she's been through. If I think about her at mile 25, I will fly, (laughs) you know, instead of crawling, I will be running as fast as I can. Cause I'm thinking about someone that has been through something worse than me or that something I've been through that's worse than running a tough mile. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love how you said how you feel. I think as I reflect back on this past year working with Catherine, just where I want Gold Ivy to go and Ivy Unleash and my health and just my life, one thing is clear is how do I want to feel? That's always what I come back to is how do you want to feel? What's going to get you to how you want to feel, right? Do you want to feel shitty about yourself and that's what's pushing you to, to run this marathon? And our, our new friend, Yuri, this guy that we've talked about, uh, who we met in Kentucky, he does crazy races like David Goggins. He did a race in the Sahara Desert and he had texted me last week and he said, how, you know, how are you doing? How's your health? Checking in on me. And, and I say, you know, I, I, I did it. I committed. I'm running a marathon with Andrew. I'm so excited. Things are so busy. And, you know, I didn't even think about how my texts would come off, but his response was, remember, if you don't enjoy it, there's no point in it. I'm like, you're so right. And, I think about what's gotten me through those miles because right now I'm training on a treadmill. It's cold outside. It's, it takes a lot of mental toughness of just staring and a lot of internal reflection. And, you know, what I'm loving about it is the mental toughness that it's giving me. 
And I think about when I first started training after my vein collapsed. I was, for those that are new here, I was training for a marathon with Andrea in Nashville before COVID happened. And then COVID happened, it got canceled. And I also had a vein collapse. So it was meant to be that it got canceled. But the first time I was running after that, I was running around the lakes in Minneapolis and I was terrified of what happens if a vein collapses again, right? Like how could that thought not go through your head? And I'm forcing myself to think about just, okay, well, you know what? We're running. Like this feels so good. This feels so good. And this girl in front of me, as I'm having just all of this negativity go through my head, this girl in front of me, the back of her shirt says grit. And it stands for greatness requires internal toughness. And I was like, yes, internal toughness. What does internal toughness mean to you? And I don't think about the hard, the pushing myself. I think about showing up when I don't want to, right? Getting out of bed in the morning. These mundane habits that are allowing me to live the life I want to live, right? It's not glamorous, going to bed at 9 p.m. so I can be up at 4 a.m. But when I get out of bed and I don't want to, or I stand with the lights on and I say, thank you, Lord, for another day. I'm so grateful and I'm pushing myself to believe these things because I do, but at 4 a.m. it's a little tough. And I get in eight miles on a treadmill or last week when I got in 13 on a treadmill and I'm like, hell yeah, those small habits that add up. And in those moments, it's that internal toughness that gets me there. And so when I think about grit, it it sounds scary until you break it down. And it's in those moments, it's those decisions that although they might be small, they're mighty and they add up. And it's in those decisions that each decision we make, it's a vote for the type of person that we want to be. Mm-hmm. And I think about that when I think about grit is what's going to get me through okay, let's take it a step back. What next decision do I need to make? Might not be glamorous. It might be going out and negative seven degrees this morning to do yoga to allow me to feel better. And so I think both grit and grace is that feeling and knowing when you need a little bit more love and you need to push yourself a little more. Mm -hmm. I think too, yeah, everybody's different and our personalities are different and everything, but you can feel in your body when you know you're not challenging yourself enough. You can feel when you've been lazy. You can feel when you're not connected to a higher purpose, right? And so Mm -hmm. I think grit can be thinking about goals that help you feel like you're living on purpose. Like I'm doing this action because I've thought about it and Mm -hmm. I know it's important to me, right? So it's like, what business could you see yourself running? What topics have you wanted to learn more about? What passions have you thought about maybe pursuing? Like grit is required for those things too. It's Mm -hmm. not just running a marathon. It's like actually thinking about what's important and chasing after it because you have these regular habits you want to up level, right? But it requires shifting. It requires getting uncomfortable. And that's the grit. The grit doesn't have to be a tough mutter, Mm -hmm. you know, it can just be shifting your life because that's, tough because it requires everything around you to shift too. Mm -hmm. And what's nice is you can experiment with what you want to do and adapt and experiment and adapt until you get to a place where you feel like I'm doing this a little bit more on purpose and I'm proud of myself for when it is hard to get out of bed or when I'm like going to journal and it feels weird because I've never journaled before. I'm going to try this meditation app that I've never done, but I want to focus on 
lowering my anxiety or I want to see if this creates some type of peace or calm in my relationships or I have an anger issue that I've been wanting to talk with a therapist about and I'm so uncomfortable to sign up and Mm -hmm. find one. How do I do that? It's like that stuff requires grit too. Yeah. And it's that decision, right? I think, um, I always think about Mel Robbins and her five second rule and her five second rule is basically this idea and there's a bunch of science behind it. And so although it sounds silly, it's just counting down from five. When you hit to one, you blast off like a rocket ship and you make that decision. And the science behind it is that it takes five seconds for our reptilian brain to say, no, 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 don't do that. That's new. That's foreign. And so we have a five-second window to act where we're thinking with our prefrontal cortex, our logic, that, you know, making new decisions that we know are good for us, but they're kind of uncomfortable. And so when you want to dive into grit, when you want to make a new decision, something that's going to support your health, but it's scary, it's new, it's uncomfortable, you give yourself five seconds and you don't think about it, you just do it, right? Like like getting out of bed in the morning. You don't allow yourself to have that inter- internal dialogue of, mm, do I want to? Mm. Like, you know you want to, just do it. Mm-hmm. Stop going back and forth in your head because you're convincing yourself to not do it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's also something to become aware of is what thoughts are going on in your head? How are you talking to yourself and knowing that, Whoever is talking up there, like it's not technically you, as weird as that sounds. It's your conditioning, what you've been taught your whole life, and you're making a new change. And it's going to be uncomfortable, but we're so comfortable with this past life and who we are, this identity that we have, that although we may not want to still be there, we're almost grieving this identity of someone new. Well, and everything's new because you're watching other people that are in your circle on their phones like mm-hmm. you used to be, or they're binging the shows that all of a sudden that, like I lost conversations. Like I am now in conversations with my neighbors that I cannot participate in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I know it's worth it to me that I'm not binging a Netflix show and that I'm editing a podcast or I'm thinking about a way to build our business. Like that is more important to me, but it is a loss. Like yeah. with grit, there's sacrifice, right? It's training for a marathon, it's time, you know, it's pushing your body. It's when you're trying to think about what you want to pursue with passions, it's sitting quietly with a journal and writing things down, or it's Mm -hmm. getting a mentor and trying to learn something that's uncomfortable because you don't know things and you have to admit that you don't know something. It's uncomfortable. Like it's a shot to your ego, Mm -hmm. you know, but if it's what you truly want and you're aligned with it, you start to care less and less about mm-hmm. the Netflix shows. Well, you start to think about, God, I'm feeling good. But what I was going to say is that what isn't scary is thinking about just 1%, right? Doing something each day that makes me 1% better than who I was yesterday. It's the idea of small steps. It's the idea of not climbing the mountain, not running the marathon, but running one mile, starting somewhere, doing something that you're proud of. And I think just like discipline, just like willpower is this muscle that we build. It's the same thing for grit. You get used to being uncomfortable because you know that that uncomfort isn't going to last, that it's only temporary. And that on the other side of that discomfort is who you want to be. It's that feeling of hell yes. And doing that over and over and over. (laughs) 
shows you like I I can make shifts in any part of my life. I did it here in this part. I can do it in this yeah. part. Well, I think that's why I want to run a marathon. It's just like if I can do this, if I can run 20 miles on a treadmill, like what else can I do? Yeah. Right. If You'll I can, easily be able to run in with a bunch of spectators in a cool city mm -hmm. and then knowing you get to celebrate after and wear a medal. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How do you think 10 years ago, your perspective on grace versus grit would be different? I would say as I've gotten older, I'm weaving in more grace. I, you know, at 26, I didn't have any health issues. So keep that in mind. But I was working two jobs and then shortly after, like around 26, started a family and continued to have multiple jobs during that time. And so I, I was just pushing myself to max. And then once I had Cora, experienced some postpartum anxiety. And I think ever since then, I've had to weave in more grace. Mm -hmm. Like being a mom, like you have to have grace for yourself, especially, I think it's so important. Like if you're listening to this and you're a new mom or mom times however many times and you have a baby that's not sleeping or toddlers that aren't sleeping like grit is so hard to even like you are doing grit you are <laughs> you are grit you are the definition of grit yeah. i mean surviving as a as a mother or father with little kids is so hard you are developing a person's you know emotional stability like nothing is harder than that. Mm -hmm. I don't think that I've experienced in my life. Nothing is harder than being responsible for other human beings. And so if you're listening to this and you're a parent or you're trying to be a parent or you're thinking about being a parent eventually, like that whole chapter is grit. You know, it requires so much effort all the time. And sometimes you can't control how much sleep you get. Like my mm -hmm. sister-in-law, Alicia is getting like no sleep right now. Like if she told me she wanted to train for a marathon or take on a new passion, I would smack her. <laughs> like, no, you need to try and get some sleep. You need all the grace right now because mm -hmm. you are gritting nonstop. <laughs> um, but I think it's, it's important to think about that too. You know, if you're listening to this and you're sick or you just lost someone or you've been grieving someone for a long time, or you are going through an, un you have an unsafe environment at home, or you have toxic relationships you're sorting through, like that is the time for grace and grit can wait. You are like go going through any of that requires so much grit. That's just different than the physicality of running a marathon. Like it's you're living life and that requires a different type of grit. And so I hope that if you're in any of those spaces that, you know, it's a tough spot in your life, whether it's in work or at home or family, like whatever it is that grace is so important that you weave that in, you know, you can find grace. You know, I find grace admitting when I make a mistake and learning from it and knowing like this is going to keep happening. Like I'm not a bad person. I'm a good example for my children to learn that you can admit when you did mm -hmm. something wrong or like if Justin and I have an argument, apologize to him in front of them. Like knowing that it's so important to experience life. It's important to have the grit of the emotions that you're experiencing and express them because your kids need to see that. Your friends need to know how you feel. You cannot hold that shit in because you're going to explode. I think like with grace for me, it's a lot of, I think about like making mistakes a lot and there's no way not to when you're a parent and you're balancing all of the things and you have different personalities in your home. And I think if you're too hard on yourself all the time, like you're going to lose sleep over it. You're going to sabotage yourself or your relationships or your health. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What I keep thinking of is no matter what your circumstances are, whether you're a mom, 
you're figuring out your health, you're going to school, you're just trying to figure out your career, you, you have to weave in both, right? There's finding the balance and holding space for both. Grit is doing things that are tough, but knowing that in the long run, it's making you a better person, you're leveling up, you're doing the best that you can do. And grace is allowing you to take care of yourself so that you don't burn out, right? Whether that be scheduling in five minutes every morning to meditate, to have some peace and quiet before your kids wake up, or, all right, I'm going to take a bath, an Epsom salt bath just to relax before bed to help with my health, like little ways that you can have that self-care to calm your nervous system, yeah, to allow you to be healthy to reach those goals. I think that's the balance that I'm learning is it's so important for me to reach these goals and level up because I love how it makes me feel, right? Like I'm proud of myself. I, it, I'm just living the life that I want to live, but I can't run faster than the care I'm putting into myself. Mm-hmm. I love that. I love that idea too. And I, I think something we touched on earlier with the hustle culture. And if you don't know what that means, like our culture is achieve, 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 go, 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 do, do, do. You're glorified in social media by all the things you're doing, by all the things you're buying and you know, whatever. So I think sometimes people really struggle with grace. Like what is grace even? Mm-hmm. And what does that mean? And, and as you're saying this, you know, it's caring for yourself. It's caring for your emotional well-being. It's checking in to make sure you're feeling okay. Am I anxious? Am I angry? Like what am I feeling? And I think sometimes we don't know what to do with that. And I think that's where, you know, with grace, if you don't know how to weave that in, that's where professionals come in mm-hmm. play, you know, or a close friend that, you know, is good at it. Like, oh, you seem to be like nice to yourself. <laughs> I feel like you like yourself more than I like myself. How are you doing that? You know? Mm-hmm. Um, but that's where, you know, ideas from a coach come in. That's where a therapist comes in because they can that's their job. Their job is to give you grace, to validate how you're feeling so you can kind of move through it and you can process it so that you can have space for grit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, space for grit. That's powerful. I think being realistic is so important too, right? Like you said about Alicia, it's not realistic for her to run a marathon right now because G-Friend needs sleep. And if I tried to run a marathon last year, like a probably my system would have epically failed me because I don't have the space for it. And so before you make a big life change, decide to run a marathon, decide to go back to school, like, is it realistic for you? What do you need to do to ensure that you can handle it? And I also think that's where a professional comes into play, right? Like we think we can do so much and I've learned firsthand, like you can't. Yeah. But I think if it's important for you to accomplish it, like when I think about Gold Ivy and maintaining Ivy Unleashed at the rate that we're going, if it's important to you, you need to care for it. Mm-hmm. Yes, you can do, 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 but you need to care for it. And part of you pursuing your passions or part of you learning or growing as a person is to care for that being. And that is you. Mm-hmm. How are you going to care for yourself so you can have the energy to be creative. Like you said, you you can't talk on a podcast if you're exhausted, like you need sleep. And so I think it's just important to think about how am I going to care for myself so I can have more grit? Like, what am I going to do that's going to keep this train moving? Mm -hmm. So that it can reach my goals so that I can do the things that I want to do 
but I do them in a way that I'm fully showing up. I'm not half-assing it because that doesn't feel good. Think about the days when we have something to do and I just really don't feel good and I'm like, I'm going to power through it. But I just share, okay, I'm really not feeling well. And you don't even, you know, you may not even do anything different, but just to allow you to hold space for me, for me to just ask for help, it lessens that burden. It allows me to give myself grace of, hey, I'm going through something hard. And an opportunity for other people to give you grace. It's like a magnet. Yeah. You know, and like makes it okay for you to rest. If someone else is like, oh, thank you for telling me, like, I got it. Mm -hmm. You know, I think it creates more humanness, right? Like we're not robots. We're not just go, 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 achieve, achieve, achieve. It's, oh yeah, you're going through something really hard or yeah, you're really pushing yourself right now. Yeah. And like, think about the people that you think of, like, if you think of grit, who comes to mind, you know, and it's probably like super rich people or super athletic people, like people that have really pursued their passions or they've been through like Oprah, you know, she's been through everything and she's where she is or whatever. But it's like every rich person or every athlete that gets to that point, like the first question they get after they win a gold medal is like, are you coming back next year? (laughs) It's like, if you can't enjoy it, why are you doing it? You know, why are you having a podcast? If you're not fully present Mm -hmm. in the moment, like, I don't want you showing up exhausted. I don't want you showing up sick. Like Mm -hmm. I want you to care for yourself so that we can have someone on like Dr. Rachel Allen and like, have an episode of our life, you know, mm-hmm. being fully present with her so that our listeners can get the best of you and get the best of me. And so I just want to encourage everyone, like we've got to care for ourselves. Like we want you to push yourself. We want a big, full, intentional life. Yes. Go after it. I'm always going to be the grit girl that's going to help you go after it. But you have to have grace for yourself. You have to know that you're going to make mistakes and you're going to have weeks that you're off and you're not going to always crush your goals and you're not always going to get up super early. And that's okay. That might not even be part of what you need to do. You know, we're sharing what works for us and things we're trying because, you know, we just assume if it's working for us, maybe it'll work for someone else. Maybe not. Mm -hmm. And sometimes we just need to be reminded, me, that we need help. It is okay. It is important to ask for help. I think about the Oprah, the David Goggins, like they have a care team, right? We have therapists, we have coaches, we have doctors, we have it all. And for those athletes who are grit on fire, they rest as a part of their performance. Mm -hmm. And when I think about that, I'm like, yes, okay, we need to recharge. There's nothing wrong. It is needed. And it's okay to ask for help. And that's a part of the grit is having that help, not doing it all alone, putting our ego aside and speaking our truth. Totally. So set the expectation with yourself that you will show up every day and do your best, but you will not be perfect. And that's where grace shows up. And you're going to diminish your impact on your life and the people around you if you try and do it all. So just remember that tomorrow is a new day. And you will do your best again. And if you know you're not showing up as your best self, turn back to grit. Yeah. And the goal is growth, not perfection. Perfection does not exist. There's no such thing, just your best. And enjoy your life and do it with intention. Live every day 1% better than who you were yesterday so that you can have that grit and you can hold space for that grace. We recognize that grace and grit are different for 
Brooke and I, they're different for everyone that's listening. And so we really want you to just, you know, as you listen to an episode like this or any episode, really reflect on your life and where you're at, knowing that, you know, we all just want to feel good and feel happy and fulfilled. And that's the purpose of this episode is for you to think about your fulfillment and think about what gives you meaning and purpose, knowing we gave a lot of examples that not they may not even align with where you're at in your season of life. And so just think about, you know, what it is that will give you a little bit more fulfillment or ease or peace or happiness or whatever that feeling is that you're kind of searching for. There's not one way of thinking about grit and grace. This is just our lived experience. Yes. And as we share these three gold stars we have for you, know that the purpose of them is to help you feel good and to live with intention. One, reflect on what grit and grace look like for you in this season of life. Two, establish one self-care practice that you can commit to every single day so you fill your cup up and have something to give. Three, ask yourself before you go to sleep, how can I show up for my future even more tomorrow? All right, Unleashing Ivy, surprise question for Brooke. Brooke, when, <laughs> what is your indicator that you can give more and that it's time for some more grit? I'd say a good indicator is when I start to play the victim card of Ugh, poor me or the comparison game of they have it so much better or just kind of feeling blah about myself. It's almost like... Not that I have to prove something to myself, but I know that by doing one small thing just to make me feel better, right? Whether it be get up, close my phone, go to bed, go to the grocery store, cook a good meal, like whatever it may be, it's something that's going to allow me to be proud of myself. And so it's the act of just doing something to move that emotion through me of like, ugh, and like, yeah. It's so cool that you've tied that yucky victim feeling to a yearning for wanting to be proud of yourself. Like that's powerful. Yeah. Well, think about it. You, it's your thoughts, right? So when I'm feeling that way, my thoughts, whether I'm aware of them or not, are creating that feeling and owning that only I have the power to switch that, right? If I can have the ability to feel that way, like I have the ability to feel a different way. And by small actions, I can switch that. Top three ideas for someone who is struggling to give themselves grace. Three things they can do. Oh, that's a toughie. And maybe just since it's your lived experience, three things that help you. I am such a health coach because what comes to mind is setting some goals. You know, like it's like I need grace, but I it's like I know that I'll be more forgiving of myself if I'm looking forward. You know, if I'm like, you know what? I feel like crap. I need some grace. But like, I just kind of get into action mode of I'm feeling crappy. Like, what can I do about it? Mm-hmm. And I I also ask Justin for help. Like, I'll tell him, like even yesterday, I was like, I'm not managing my time really well. I know it's this gap between Christmas and New Year's and all of this timing that like, it's meant to relax and rejuvenate, but like my house is a mess. I don't feel good. And I was kind of looking for some grace, you know, kind of looking for that from him. And so I would definitely say it's a social connection for sure. It's setting some goals that I'm not like doing in the moment, 
but it's like, I, it's like telling myself, like, you're totally capable of these goals, you know, whether I get to them that day or not. And I think when I need grace, it's telling myself that these are teachable moments. I made a mistake. I said something harsh. I didn't follow through with something that I knew was important or didn't get things done in the timeline I wanted. Like, this is a teachable moment. How can I use it to move myself forward? Knowing that, like, nothing is ever really a mistake. It's just a lesson and it's just going to help you move forward and level up your life eventually. Yes. Going off of that, something I found super helpful, super powerful is when you don't look at it as a teachable moment, as a learning lesson, right? You you get stuck in that shame, that, oh, I should have, I could have, I would have, poor me. And that is just sucking your energy. And so recognizing there's nothing I can do about it, but I can learn from it. Let's let it go, release that energy and use that energy on something more productive. And it's an example moving forward. It's an example it, it's an example for whoever witnessed your mistake. It's an example for your kids, your partner, your friend, yourself. Like showing yourself like damn, that was some integrity right there. I own my shit and I'm not going to let it I'm not going to let myself continually beat myself up. I'm going to move forward because mm-hmm. I'm a badass. Yeah. And the only problem with that is when you don't own it, right? When you beat around the bush, when you lie about it, when you don't acknowledge, like, I did it. Mm. So own it, move on. Yes. And now we're going to send you off with our piece of gold from Rumi. Rumi says, you were born with potential. You were born with goodness and trust. You were born with ideals and dreams. You were born with greatness. You were born with wings. You are not meant for crawling, so don't. You have wings. Learn to use them and fly. This is Gold Ivy signing off. Listen to your truth and go chase your gold.